I gotta play. It's a guy that we both like. There's one that sold for 61 on April 27th. Damn. Free shipping. Hell yeah, man. It's not the obvious guys that win you your league. Oh, I'm on the clock. Oh, no, I got auto pick. Oh, oh there's one. Oh, you missed your pick. People start going way off the board here. That's a steal, baby. I was clicking the button. This is all messed up now. How do we get so many auto picks? Two, one. Nailed it. What's up, Football Card Quest? I'm Paul Hickey, co-host of the Sports Card Strategy Show right here on the NoOffSeason.com Sports Card Network. Be sure to check out our other great shows on the network by visiting NoOffSeason.com. And of course, check out all the great content that Andy's putting out at FootballCardQuest.com to help you make money flipping football cards to fund your PC, fund your life. All right, everybody, here's Football Card Quest. What is going on, everybody? Welcome or welcome back to the Football Card Quest. I'm your host, Andy Kaysen. Got my man, Steve. The eBay hitman, Caladesi. We're going to be going game by game for week 12. It is a special episode because it is Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there on the quest. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Steve. How you doing tonight, man? Yeah, man. Happy Thanksgiving, Andy and everyone. Uh, excited, excited to be on here with you guys. We got some games tomorrow. We got a game Friday. We got an extra day of football, man. Pretty excited. Yep, uh, we're virtually on time. Two minutes late is actually really good time for us. Uh, so um, let's say what's up to our man, McLeod. Hopefully you get to sleep in a little bit more than like 3 a.m. tomorrow, McLeod. That would that would be nice. We got Chad Gould yeah, in the house. We got our man, Filthy. All right, so we're going to be going game by game, guys. Week 12, we got three games tomorrow. We got a game on Black Friday this week. The Jets versus the Dolphins, big storyline there of the AFC East. And then we've got a bunch of games on Sunday, a game on Monday night. Uh, before we get into that, we're going to uh, quickly recap uh, our biggest takeaways and get Steve's reaction to some of these big storylines coming out of week 11. Steve, uh, for me, I think one of the biggest storylines coming out of week 11 was Justin Fields' return to the field. And the Bears look pretty good, man. They almost beat the Lions, who have been a force this year. What's your reaction to Justin Fields' return? It was pretty good. Uh, it was pretty good. He was efficient. And for once, you can't really hang that loss on him. So you got to be pretty excited about that. I think what people really want to see, though, is like more than two, three of those in a row. Because we saw like the QB1, QB2 finish. And then a hand injury happened. Um, so I think not just if you're a card holder, fantasy owner, uh, actual you know, member of the Bears organization, you want to see like three, four games in a row of this same type of production. And Andy, the defense actually is kind of getting it going here now a little bit. So you, you can see that they're pretty close to having it all together, but uh, they just didn't finish the game. Yeah, I just couldn't quite hang on there. Um, I thought he looked really good, man, uh, personally. And that 39-yard touchdown pass he had to DJ Moore was just money, dude. Money. So I love this connection Fields has with DJ Moore. It's such a it's such an interesting storyline with the Bears because right now they've got two picks in the top 10 in next year's draft. Do they take a quarterback? What do they do with Justin Fields? I'm almost in the camp of whatever happens, I want to buy Justin Fields. Like, I'm actually, that that is the camp. That is where I'm planting my flag. What say you, Steve? 
Yeah, those weeks where he was uh, benched and people were buying up backups, I was still buying fields, and uh, it's now paying dividends. Even just a few days after, or even the, the day after that game, um, he was already rebounding if you were watching his uh, auctions or any of his recent sales. So uh, props if you held on, and uh, if you are buying or were buying before, uh, you're going to make a little bit of money. He is on the way back up, obviously. Yeah, yeah, it's almost like he is, and I feel like there's a lot of cards from 2021. So check this out, dude. There's an optic uh, PSA 10 that's currently at eleven dollars and fifty cents, ending in 12 minutes, my man. I mean, uh, uh, the um, the trend on that card. I mean, it's it's a premium base card. It's got to be higher than than twenty dollars, I imagine. If I pull them up here real quick in the uh, the keep them app. Uh, see the base optic. Yeah, current average is thirty dollars. But if we zoom out and look at the one year trend, it's an average of fifty six dollars, including a, a fifty two week high of two fifty. That could be an anomaly. Yeah, that's a portrait. That's a portrait. So, uh, like all in all, though, we probably have um, you know close to a, a seventy dollar average. And you can see where that's at across the whole year. We're at 52-week lows. I, I feel like this is definitely a great time to buy fields based on what I'm seeing here. It's it's impossible to deny the upside. Uh, Late Stick in the chat was mentioning, we talked yesterday, that he's now bought in and sold uh, three separate times. So, I mean, the, the fluctuations have been there. I think this time around, you know, you got a lot of people that kind of threw their hands up in the air and bowed out. But what an awful time to make that decision when he was playing at elite levels before the hand injury. So, uh, man, yeah, I think that there's a good, healthy market for his cards. They're obviously not doing anything this year, but they have really high draft capital. And they either trade it to get some more pieces or they do draft and uh, build, continue to build around him. Yeah, and first game back, they almost beat the Lions. And what's nice is this week, they get a Monday night matchup here against the Vikings. So this is kind of like another big storyline. So I, I got we got to share some feedback from last week, right? The Vikings lose very narrowly to the Denver Broncos in a primetime game last weekend. We put some bets on that game. We bought some Ty Chandler. Uh, Alexander Madison still ended up playing, but it was more of a 50-50 split with Ty Chandler. Ty Chandler... Didn't get a, a ton of run, but what he did get looked good. He had 13.5 yards per carry. Very efficient on the ground. Um, and a lot of people think that this is this is a, this is a role, at least he's going to get like somewhat of a split maybe moving forward with Alexander Madison. And a lot of people are really excited about this Vikings team. In fact, the card that we sniped on COMC last week for Ty Chandler, we flipped it, man. We flipped it for a double up. Um, we snagged it. We flipped it. What was your reaction to the Vikings-Denver um, Broncos game? You also had uh, uh, Josh Dobbs that left momentarily, and he was one of the hottest quarterbacks in the NFL heading into that game, and they lose. What, what's your reaction to, to the Vikings, Josh Dobbs, Ty Chandler now? Um. I, I said last week I thought he'd be in a, a, a time split. So I think with 
even the uh, moderately healthy Alexander Madison, you still saw like the split. A lot of Chandler's cards actually came on uh, cards yards came on a uh, fake punt. I think he got about twenty eight of those on the fake punt. So um, he still looked good in in what usage he had. So he's going to at least get work for the rest of the season, almost for sure. Um, and the offense did look good, but you did see again a little bit of the bad side. Uh, with Dobbs under pressure where things kind of just came crumbling down. So, you know, um, he's he's not bad, you know, no shaming. He's done a lot to get to the point he's at now. But there's a lot to be excited about with that team. And I know that the part I'm excited about is that he likes throwing to TJ Hawkinson. Yeah, he loves throwing to TJ Hawkinson. I think TJ, T-Hawk is an awesome uh, weapon to invest in. Uh, and we got some other tight ends, like big tight ends this week. I think it's a, it's a big week for tight ends. Um, yeah, Josh Hobbs is interesting, man. He's 2017. You have such scarce product, right? And, and the, the, the values can fluctuate quite a bit. There's such a small graded market for Josh Dobbs. So if you're buying, you, you're probably buying raw. If you, if you do find something graded, it's, it's, it's going to have a lot more demand on it. Probably likely in an auction, probably likely to get bid up. Um, but I, I think if you can take advantage of maybe this this one like dip, it's it's interesting because this this Vikings team does have a lot of hype around it, Steve. Um, and you know they're doing all this without Jefferson, so keep that in mind. So so do you, who do you have the this Monday night game coming up? Uh, the bear between the Bears and the Vikings. Who do you think wins that one? Man. Um, you know, as good as the Vikings have looked, um, I'm actually going to go Bears here. Not not a homer pick, but I think they've done enough lately to to prove that they're on a winning trend. So, so the Bears get a win on Monday night like that, man. Even if their season is pretty much done, I mean, it just shows the athletic ability of Justin Fields. I think a lot of that's it's going to be between him and um and DJ Moore, and and now you got Khalil Herbert back and with Al, um, Deonta Foreman banged up. It looks like Khalil Herbert, Roshan Johnson, Justin Fields, rushing the ball 18 times, incredibly efficient there, throwing the ball well to DJ Moore. This could be another a, a nice little opportunity to flip Justin Fields again after the game, and then you flip him again when he gets a new team next year. I see uh, our man James saying Fields would be on a new team next year, and Chad coming in with the um, the awesome analysis here. Appreciate this, Chad. Chad uh, says the Silver Prism PSA tens were down to two hundred dollars. Let's check in on where those are at now because that is like one of the most liquid gold standard cards in the hobby, besides like an Optic Hollow. That you see right here, that's down to an average of of ninety six dollars, and then you have um, let's zoom out to one eighty. So the one eighty trend okay. for the Optic Hollow PSA ten is is one hundred and eighty eight dollars. The orange laser is incredibly popular. That's one hundred and seventy six dollars. Look at that, down fifty percent. And there's your Prism Silver, the one hundred and eighty day average of 486 of the current trend is 243 dollars just like chad said look at that a buy it now of all things a buy it now from the seller of one cards on deck that was yesterday no no today's wednesday <laughs> today's wednesday 11 54 215 oh my gosh steve look at that chart that's a beautiful thing if you're buying. gift buying power i think yeah, man. I mean, look at that before the season 600. I mean, 
I could easily see that card at the, in the draft time period. Obviously, from one Monday night performance, it's not going back up to 600. Maybe it goes to 250. But you're really, I think you're buying it right now and hoping that he goes to a, a new team next year. Maybe he goes to the Atlanta Falcons. Maybe they maybe they make a deal for him. Uh, I think he gets, I think wherever he goes, because he's a quarterback, he's going to have hype and the prices are going to spike. Yeah, for sure. And, and if he stays and they actually start putting some decent – I mean, I'll be honest with you. I don't even think they have to do a lot for his value to spike. I mean, they could go 500 next year, Andy, and people would look at that and be like, wow, what progress he's made. You know what I mean? Like, it's been so bad that even a, a small small upgrade in the win column would would hype up a lot of people. Say happy Thanksgiving to Bob in the house. Um, so, Steve, another big storyline coming out of this past week is Zach Wilson getting benched for Tim Boyle. Tim Yeesh. Boyle, 29-year-old undrafted free agent who had a 48% completion percentage in college. And uh, this is not good, man. This is not good. What are your thoughts about Zach Wilson getting benched? It, they did sign Trevor Simeon who was an interesting backup, who was uh, subpar, decent at best for the Saints in recent memory. Uh, what, are you, what are your thoughts about Zach Wilson getting benched in this Jets team? They're, they're, they got this big matchup on Friday. It's, it's an island game on Black Friday in the afternoon against the Miami Red Hot Dolphins. Oh, man. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I think another loss, and they're going to be swimming upstream for the Rodgers comeback story, so... I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that he gives you a better chance to win, honestly. Maybe they're just saying, hey, don't turn it over and we're going to run, 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 run and play defense. You know, take it back to the old school of football, perhaps. But yeah, I don't know. Tim Boyles, I don't know if he's the answer. I mean, Wilson had a couple flashes of improvement, honestly, but there's obviously still a lot going wrong there. You know, a lot of people that get into the hobby are um, are, are gravitating towards Hall of Famers first, and I kind of I kind of gravitate towards the younger guys because there's just more future opportunities to sell them for a profit. You know, the younger the guy is, the more that people could overreact to a singular performance. Whereas, like you know, Tim Boyle goes out there and has a good game on Friday, and and say he beats the Dolphins. I, I don't see I don't see people getting uh, getting excited about his cards. It's going to take more than that, you know. It's like, you know, it's like when Kirk Cousins wins a Monday night game. You know, it took like Kirk Cousins winning multiple games in a row, making the playoffs and stuff for like movement to happen. So, you know, I kind of gravitate towards the younger guys, but I get the the um, the idea behind buying Aaron Rodgers. He says he's going to play a couple more years. He's also eyeing a mid December return. And there was a video that surfaced of him working out. Uh, I saw a tweet about the Jets players saw him working out and how healthy he looked. Like, it looks like he is going to be back sometime in mid-December thanks to modern medicine and whatever kind of peptides or whatever he's on. But um, what, what are your thoughts on buying Aaron Rodgers right now? 2005 rookie product is pretty scarce. Uh, it's a win because it'll have room to grow now and it's always going to be super relevant because it'll always be one of the best QBs 
of all time. So I think there's nothing wrong with, with going that route. The one thing that I do get worried about is what Bob's saying right here. Their O-line stinks and they're going to get rocked. And that's the one thing I worry about. Like, is Rodgers come back and immediately get hurt? And is the record going to be too bad for them to even make it into the playoffs? You know, that's the whole thing. Like, if you're Rodgers, why come back if you're not even going to be able to grab a wild card spot? Like, teams like the Denver Broncos – you know, are, are ahead of them and now in the wild card race in the AFC. So the, the Jets are totally swimming uphill and Rodgers can't get back quick enough. But this matchup against the Dolphins, the Dolphins are 10 point favorites. Do you see any way where the Jets beat the Dolphins um, in, the, in this game? Honestly, no, but we, we did just see uh, a Giants team somehow win against a team that nearly beat the Philadelphia Eagles just a few weeks ago. So anything is possible, but I just don't see it, honestly. And they barely beat the Giants uh, four weeks ago by three points. Um, and that's that's been kind of like the – that's been kind of how a lot of their games have gone. They're, they're relying heavily on the defense. Uh, I just don't see – like if they get the Dolphins this week, right, it's most likely a loss unless they pull off a miracle – through their with their defense, maybe they score a couple of touchdowns with the defense or something and get to Tua. Um, but otherwise, then they then they play the Falcons. The Falcons are coming off a bye week now. They're they're starting to look a little bit better, but they're they're one of those teams that that kind of drag things down in the mud too, uh, and, and they lose a lot of games. Um, then the Texans, who are super competitive, and then you get at the Dolphins again. Then the commanders who stink, their their defense stinks, I should say. Their defense is terrible. Their offense is pretty high octane. Uh, and then you go at the Browns, which is a, a really brutal, tough matchup where if Rodgers is coming back at the end of the season, Miles Garrett is just going to eat him for dinner that night. And and then you at the Patriots who suck this year. So, um yeah, I mean it's it's a tough stretch. I kind of I don't I don't think that the the Jets are going to make the playoffs. I mean I only see them winning maybe two of these games: the Falcons and the Commanders. That's that's really only two games I see them winning here. Because I, I mean Rodgers is going to come back in the middle of December. That's twelve seventeen at the Dolphins. I mean I don't know, man. I just don't see them making the playoffs. And I'm not sure that Rodgers is um, – maybe he's a buy just because we're at 52-week lows on him. What do you what do you think about just being at 52-week uh, lows, mid-season dip? Well, I think if they're even mathematically in it, or even if he's just healthy enough to play football, his his value should rise. So, yeah, just yeah. there's people there's people that obviously are are selling on injury news. We we talked about another quarterback that people are selling on injury news, Andy, uh, who who is actually out for the year, and that's uh, Joe Burrow. But uh, like I said, with with Rogers, if it's down, it's not a bad buy because it's a long. It can be a long hold if it's not something you want to move right away. Yeah, I'm looking at about a three hundred to three hundred thirty dollar trend. This card obviously hasn't moved a ton. Uh, and now you're getting it for about two two twenty. So if you can get his 2005 tops PSA ten for under about this price right here, under two twenty, and this one's ending in an hour and twelve minutes. This is the card we're just looking at the trend on. 
I mean, that's that's a safe buy. It hasn't gone down too much. It hasn't gone up too much. But you definitely can get, make $100 profit in that card if he comes back and is able to lead in some wins. Maybe they make it close at least at the end of the season. But, um, yeah, I like, I like the volatility. I like the bigger swings. These, as you can see here, even, even with the whole jet signing and stuff, there hasn't been really a big swing in either way because he is uh, a veteran, you know, he's, he's been, he's been in the league for so long. So, um, I like focusing on more of the unproven guys. Like you're talking about Joe Burrow. Like we've noticed a massive dip on Joe Burrow and we know he's going to be in the league for another 15 years, you know? Yeah. yeah. I think he's good enough that again, he still has to actually play through those seasons, but he could end up being, you know, on the type of career path that, uh, that Rogers is on maybe even better. Who knows too early to say, but, um, buying a dip on a guy that's that, in my opinion, Barring any injuries, pretty ironclad. So, so Chad saying, Chad saying, buy all day for two twenty five. Oh yeah, because uh, of the status. All right. Um, <laughs> uh, McLeod saying, is he starting to get some work? I like this comment from our man Chad Dyer. What's up, Chad? Uh, he said, Will Greer said, called and said, buy my card. So. This this is a lot about fan base, right? The Patriots, apparently Will Greer starting to get first team reps with the Patriots. And this is a this is a big deal, man. But the Patriots season is done. Is it is it more of just um hey, Will Will Greer is young and he's a fresh face in New England who has the kind of the tendency to to overreact to young quarterbacks that start and and flash a, a decent game. Now, I know it was just the preseason, but he looked pretty good. And, uh, you know, a lot of people in the chat, for sure, and some of you uh, that are listening to this later, you've, you probably know, if you follow the hobby at all, you know that there's a running joke about Will Greer cards and the potential to invest in them. So uh, if you don't know the joke, you can ask later. But um, it's interesting. If this comes full circle and he starts and does well, it's going to be the ultimate meme, Andy. It, w- it will be so, and they got an easy matchup this week. Sunday, one o'clock, playing the Giants. <laughs> Pretty much a home game at New York. Uh, one of the grossest point totals on the entire slate this weekend, thirty-four point five. Um, do you think? Do you think? They can pull it off. Do you, th- you think this is going to mean anything, or is this game meaningless? Well, let's see here. Who are they playing again? Oh, the Giants. I hate to say that the Giants looked good, but they looked all right. But I don't know. Patriots could be unintentionally or maybe intentionally sinking their own ship to try to get access to some top-tier guys because – they don't really have a lot of anything going on outside of their run game. They'll get their two best defensive players back next year. That'll keep them afloat, but they really need some help. So whether they try to win this game or not is, is even up for grabs, but it, it should be pretty close. It's not going to be that exciting either way. Got a Will Greer out of 10 here on COMC uh, for $26 from base honors. This is 2019, Steve. So 2019 before the big boom happened where they increased the production runs so much. Uh, this is a good card, man. 
This is like almost is this is not a gold card, but it's like a, a black press proof or something. Numbered out of 10. Oh, we can't see it. Oh. Uh let's do that. There we go. Oh, damn. Uh numbered out of 10. It was popped up right on the top. This got guy's got it. Game going. 35% off. Make an offer on this sucker. <laughs> I like it. I like it. A minor gamble, but that's a major upside if he ends up playing well. He's only asking $26 for it. I wonder if he gets auto accepted. It's 26. And I use some of my profits from the Ty Chandler fit flip to um, to make a profit. That's Parlaying a pure. Parlaying it into another card there. All right, so uh, moving on to other story. Yeah, so that that was the other one we wanted to head into. The Bengals, Joe Burrow, done for the season. There was a video that emerged that showed him in some kind of sleeve on his throwing wrist like the before the game and the day before the game, and the Bengals deleted it. And, and and then they they were they didn't report him on the injury report, so they're now under investigation for not uh, pr properly reporting injuries. And then Joe Burrow lands on it like halfway through the game, and now he's done for the season, needing wrist surgery. Uh, what was your reaction to that, Steve? Uh, full transparency, I was enraged, honestly, because uh, for a lot of us that are you know playing fantasy or making uh, parlays and stuff like that. Um, I had the option to start him or another elite quarterback, and I started him, which would have not been my choice had they been forthcoming about, you know, what was going on with his hands. So a lot of people were like, oh, well, they said it was, uh, you know, it, it had nothing to do with it, but they deleted it, so there wasn't any misleading ideas or whatever. But innocent people don't delete evidence, Andy. Yeah, <laughs> that is for sure. And as a result, his market has, as you know, it's kind of like this perfect timing of the midseason dip, you know, the holidays and, and basketball and everything else combined with an injury, a season ending injury, just as they started to get their season going. They, you know, they've been struggling in the AFC North all season. They've been behind the Steelers. They've been behind the Browns. The Ravens uh, have been the front runners. So, you know, it's it's been a struggle all season, and now he's done for the season. And you and I were talking before the stream how his cap hit, like his new contract is kicking in, and next year he's going to have like a $34 million cap hit. You also have T. Higgins hitting the free agency market. You and I talked, obviously, they're going to probably try and figure out some team-friendly deal for T. Higgins. The thing is, I, he may be like, I mean, I got teams wanting to pay me, man. So yeah. he's T Higgins is good. You know, there's teams that will pay him a lot of money, like alpha AJ Brown type money, you know? So um, it'll be interesting to see what, how the, how the Bengals are able to stay together heading into next year, because this is a prime young Joe Burrow year. That was really important this year especially after getting so close last year after getting to the super bowl the year before it's like man and now is now it's done for the season so as a result of all these things combined together you can see over 180 days down 23 but if we actually zoom into just the last 30 days he's actually down quite a bit man uh, was the optic you wanted me to the optic you wanted me to look at 
the yeah, optic hollow. That to me that seems wild. I mean, we we talked a bit about what the variables were, but if you remember when they were in the Super Bowl, what those cards were going for, even the bases, just seems like a buy to me, Andy. Well, is a two hundred the optic PSA ten, the base optic PSA ten was a two hundred dollar plus card at the beginning of the season. Back in the playoffs of last year, two twenty five. You had a two hundred and fifty dollar, probably a buy, probably a buy it now. If I had to, um, I don't think it'll go. Guess. Yeah, there far you go. Back to when they were playing KC uh, the year before, but that was like, if there, if it did go that far back, you'd see just astronomical numbers. Well, I can tell you that a two hundred fifty dollar buy it now in the playoffs of last year, and right now. If you look at um, just a week, obviously nobody's really buying them and buying now. Uh, let's look at the um, you know, let's exit out of this. Yeah. So the most recent auction, $91. So it's, this is over half. And this is just on one card as an example. We can also look at the uh, Prism Silver, the Optic Hollow. You know, we, you we actually looked at some uh, rookie autos because it's always interesting to look at the dip between the the more common cards and then the more rare cards and so you know you get a get a good um a good sample size of how the hobby is reacting because you have the high-end investors like mid-tier investors and the low-end investors and we found some really interesting sold data for joe burrow here that that ended this week right steve yeah i mean things are I wouldn't say it's quite a fire sale yet, but there's a good example of, to me, that's just, that's wild. I mean, I, I think the bases, Andy, were going for quite a bit more than that. Weren't they like mm. two grand-ish? Yeah, the base rookie ticket autos were $2,500 at the beginning of the season, even recently, like in the past month to two months. And and this is out of 199 PSA 9 from Optic Contenders. Thirteen hundred dollars. I mean, like, but who ends a Joe Burrow auction today? Like, what? What was this seller thinking? I <laughs> guess they're just. It's. It's almost like, hey, I need to cash. I got to get out. I'm gonna force a sale. They could have optimized it a little bit better, though. I mean, yeah, dude. I mean, it, you know, here's the thing: is it's hard to say because you know maybe this guy got in it cheaper than that and needed his car fixed and just needed to move move on from the car. Then hey, you know, God bless. But. Uh, you know, if, if I'm holding any of these, that's the one we talked about before the show specifically. If I own that card, Andy, I am not selling it right now. <laughs> it's like this is like a three, I don't know, maybe 500% decrease from what this card could be worth for. This is a flawless rookie patch auto out of 20 for Joe freaking Burrow that ended an auction yesterday for only $1,425. Yeah. It's the, you know, it's the what have you done for me lately thing. And let's be fair. I mean, the injury is less than a week old. You know, we might still continue to see things slide and open up even more opportunities. Uh, let's say hi to Anani in the house. Uh, he's talking about some, some, <laughs> he's talking about some Kyler Murray. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I see the guys are, are uh, talking about that inside inside uh, joke about the will greer cards hilarious <laughs> and now we're buy we can buy them at just like a fraction of of what that was back then 
But uh, I want to get your reactions on this game. Let, let's talk about this one because this was a big one. This was arguably the biggest game of the year. We're, we were talking about it big time. I mean, I, I really enjoyed watching this game. It came down to the wire. Uh, you could see there was there's all kinds of you guys should have paid Tyree Kill whatever he wanted because Marcus Valdez Scantling officially sucks. Um, and uh, Jim B's Jim B's though made the smart play because I I wrote up so I wrote up if you guys aren't part of our our premium membership you definitely should go ahead and check that out because every Friday I put out an article where I do a deep dive on one player I present you know seven to ten different listings the price points I would target them at the cards for that player after I go through their analytics and their story and everything DeAndre Swift is such an interesting guy to me because he he's from Philadelphia and he was a highly graded recruit. He had a rough uh, start to his career in Detroit. Um, there was a variety of issues that he dealt with there. Obviously, some I- injury related. They soured on him. They they sold him to Philadelphia for a cheap price, and now he's broken out this year. But it hasn't been an every week kind of thing. Because of the way that Philadelphia spreads the ball around, they have also been throwing the ball out, or, or Jalen Hurts just takes it himself, like he had a nice rushing touchdown Monday night. But um, I wrote DeAndre Swift up last week because I love the playoff uh, opportunity here for Swift. Uh, so he sniped the auto out of 75. He wants to know if he should get it graded. Steve, what are your thoughts on this? You know, he's a guy that you and I talked about off camera a few weeks ago. I picked up a nice, really low-numbered uh, Swift rookie for the playoffs. And here's the thing is, you know, a lot of people, like you said, are kind of thinking of him as, as, thinking of him as this, like, week-to-week bust-out game guy with, like, some lulls in between. But he's quickly become uh, the top seven running back in fantasy right now. So he's moving up the charts, and I can see him staying there for the rest of the year. Nice, man. I love it. So I would I wouldn't get this graded because I'd want to have this card in hand, you know, for the playoffs. I, I want to yeah. have this card in hand. I don't know what he's gonna do next year or where he's gonna go next year, but this Philadelphia team is on a Super Bowl track right now. There's no denying that. You know, there's just too many things lining up perfectly. I think last uh Monday night was foreshadowing of what is to come in the playoffs for the Eagles. And, um, yeah, I wouldn't get it graded because I'd want to have it ready listed in a buy it now. And, and a rookie ticket auto out of 75, I mean, you may be able to sell that for well over $100 um, if, if, you, if you have it in a buy it now ready to go and the time is right in the playoffs. Plus the, you know, minor risk of it being a nine and then maybe just getting the same amount of money for it. <laughs> oh man the chat's lit we got hector in the house he said did anyone uh, say swift we did but not but not taylor swift we're talking about deandre's deandre <laughs> swift tonight around here boys all right uh so deandre swift who are the who are the eagles playing this week steve let's see oh the bills. the bills they get the yeah. bills at in home Philly. that's gonna be a fun game 425 i like this matchup here who do you got winning this one? I thought the Eagles looked a little a little sloppy this week, but I think that they just kind of took AJ Brown out of the equation. But they got too many ways to beat you, and I'm gonna stay 
Stay with the Eagles this week. All right, man. He's staying with the Eagles. I'm staying with the Eagles too, man. I think they go 10 and 1. Bills go 6 and 6. But um you know, I, th- I think it's going to obviously it's going to be close, going to be competitive. But th- this this Bills defense is not great. The run defense stinks. You know, the run the Bills run defense right now ranks 14th overall, uh, but they're 29th in yards allowed per carry. They can't stop a, a brotherly shove. They can't stop a DeAndre Swift screen pass or, a you know, a handoff. Much there's just not there's no way the the Bills defense is going to stop the the Eagles offense and they can play fairly conservative even though they may not just because AJ Brown Devonta Smith are so freaking good um and and the Bills you know they're turnover prone dude I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles can generate a couple turnovers um on on the Bills offense and so you know I, I think uh, I think the Eagles have this one. You know, even when the Eagles have played bad, they were not terrible. But when the Bills have played bad, they were really, really bad. So, I mean, if both players, both teams are playing at their absolute best, no mistakes, should be really close, could go either way. But we've just seen too many fluctuations with the Bills to even predict which team's going to come out this week. So, consistency goes to the Eagles, and I think they're just the better team overall. Yeah, for sure. All right, Steve. Um, let's see. Oh, you know what else I wanted to mention last week? You know, the Cowboys once again got a super soft matchup against the uh, against the Panthers. Bryce Young took another, I think it was seven sacks in this game. He took another seven sacks. Deron Bland had his fourth pick six of the year. Saw some interesting sold uh, data for Deron Bland. He's got very few rookie cards. Uh, he's got some of those bottle opener die cuts from select that people are paying like $40, $50 for. It's like the ugliest card ever. Um, what what was your reaction to to Bryce Young taking another seven sacks and getting blown out by the Cowboys? The one thing I did notice, Tony Pollard finally, finally showed some life. He got a touchdown run. If you go and look at the highlight, guys, of that touchdown run, you will know that Tony Pollard is not done yet. All right? He, he is very much alive. That was a very strong and impressive touchdown run. So, You know what's interesting is I've heard a lot of mixed opinions on Bryce. And a lot of people were saying, you know what, man? It's not him. The rest of the team isn't good. I disagree. I disagree. Um, it's not that he might never be good. He's just not good right now. And Andy Dalton... The one game he started through for almost 400 yards, 4-0-0, and had a phenomenal game. And then you went back to the rookie, and he did rookie things. So, you know, not every guy is going to come out there like Stroud and just light the world on fire. It's still normal to not do well as a rookie. You just have to accept that. Uh, but- do you think Frank Reich will get fired? you think they'll give him another year? Somebody's getting fired. Probably. Somebody's getting him. fired. <laughs> Somebody's getting fired. That's, that's just the thing to do these days. Uh, oh, wh- what about uh, so? So speaking of firing, the Steelers fired their offensive coordinator Matt Canada. I, I know you've been calling for this. The uh, well, they, they got half of the problem out of the way. They got half the problem out of the way. So their new offensive coordinator is Mike Sullivan. 
Mike Sullivan was Eli Manning's quarterback coach for a while who got uh, promoted to the Giants offensive coordinator towards the end of Eli Manning's career. He also called some plays for the Buccaneers before not saying a whole lot. I, I guess this is an upgrade for the, the Steelers. Uh, the one thing I did notice, Steve, is Jalen Warren emerged as one of the better running backs in the league right now. His broken tackle metrics are off the charts, dude. What was your reaction to the Matt Canada firing? And, and what do you think this is? Kenny Pickett going to get better? Is is George Pickens going to have a better uh, route running tree maybe now? Uh, what do you, what do you, how are you feeling about this, this Steelers team? Oh man. Well, actually for a couple weeks now, the running running game in general over there has looked good. You've seen big upside from both guys all of a sudden. One's getting the goal line work, one's you know striking from afar. You've got a true thunder lightning play here. Uh the one thing that's kind of annoying is the George Pickens drama where he deleted his social media and complained, yada yada yada. Now they're forcing the ball to him and uh, you know, the rest of the offense has kind of suffered because of it. So uh, that being said, uh, unfortunately, the the other half of the problem is Kenny Pickett. And if he wasn't drafted in the first round and he didn't go to Pittsburgh, which is like a parking lot away, they would have moved on a long time ago. He's just he's just not getting it done. But who is getting it done is Jalen Warren. So look at these efficiency metrics for Jalen Warren right here. True yards per carry, number three yards per touch, number three juke rate, number two in the league. Uh, number one in the league right now in evaded tackles with 45, almost four and a half evaded tackles per game. Number two in breakaway run rate, uh, eight breakaway runs over uh, six uh, over 15 yards there. So t dude is totally uh, balling out, kind of demanding those touches and earning a bigger role. And uh, you remember the the twenty five dollar national treasures Jalen Warren cards we were buying at the, the beginning of the season. I, I was pumping them hard, man. Um, and now we're seeing the, the, some serious fruits to those Jalen Warren bets earlier in the season. I've got a lot of Jalen Warren exposure everywhere. So uh, I'm excited about that because that's the Steelers game plan. I, I don't I don't know if Kenny Pickett really gets any better here. I think maybe George Pickens, I don't know. He's got nowhere to go but up. I saw Deontay Johnson was actually arguing with a, a one of the coaches this past week. I saw a highlight where Deontay Johnson was arguing about the route, and they said he ran it wrong. He said he ran it right. I'm like, jeez, man. this is The Steelers, though, have a good run game and a good defense. That's what I do know. Well, since the, uh, since the whole drama with Pickens, you know, they kind of, took Deontay a bit out of the play game, uh, the game plan. He was getting like, what, 12 to 14 looks a game since he came back from injury, and now that's way down, and the production is way down, and the offense, at least the passing game, is way down as a result of that. So I don't get it. I, I don't know if that's the coach just giving in to his players rather than just calling the game the way it should be and going to your, your best player, and that's – which I agree with Chad, Deontay Johnson. You know that that's a guy I've been plugging for – since we started doing this thing, uh, I'm just taking a quick glance over at the QB rankings, at least from a fantasy per, uh, perspective, and you'd be amazed at who Pickett is lower than. Pickett is 12, 13 points lower than Zach Wilson for the season. <laughs> That's bad, bro. It's bad. That's bad. bad, man. 
bad. Yeah. I, I could probably get a Zach Wilson. I, I could probably get a Zach Wilson rookie auto for about the same price I get one for uh, Jalen Warren. And, and people talk about, you know, making these plays on these uh, super speculative uh, quarterbacks. But, man, I, I love making plays on uh, first and second year running backs. And so Jalen Warren, a, a good play. Obviously, he's gone up a lot. You used to be able to get this card for $10, $10 or under. There's a base rookie ticket auto here that's now going for like $35, Um, These national treasures out of 10 going for close to 200 Those were in that like 40 to $50 range right there. Those have gone up almost 4X. Um, so I got a play for you guys this week, Steve. All right, what do you got? Uh, one of the other one of the other news coming out of week 11 is coming from the Seahawks. Uh, Kenneth Walker injured. He's going to miss this game in week 12. And it is time. Let me find him right here. Where's the Seahawks? They, there they are. There they are. It's tomorrow. Tomorrow night at home against the 49ers. They're 6-4, and four, so they're very much alive in the NFC. Um, this is a tomorrow night game. And it's time for Zach Charbonnet to get a, a, a bell cow workload here against a 49ers team who has a very good passing defense and a bad run defense. The 49ers rank 23rd against the run, and they rank 6th against the pass. So I think this sets up nicely for Zach Charbonnet, who's actually been quite efficient. He's been very solid. He's a rookie. So he's got very limited opportunities behind Kenneth Walker. We saw Kenneth Walker be pretty good earlier this year. I think this is the time for Zach Charbonnet to to shine here, Steve. What's your what's your reaction to that? Yeah, in in the very limited amount of work he's had this year, he's he's been really explosive. And I don't know if you guys have watched any of the games he's played or any of the highlights, but he likes to drop his shoulder and his head and just run people over. You got to love it, man. Uh, not only is he super athletic, he's super physical, and uh, it, it should be interesting. I mean, that's a very tough Niners defense. They did just lose one of their best players this week to injury, Andy. So that Niners defense did take a big blow. So this could be a good breakout game for him. Uh, but I think when Walker's in, he's probably going to get his job back right away. Yeah, I think so too. So I think it's one of those like quick flip opportunities even where I am, um, it's one of those Com C opportunities. So it's one of those guys that I'm like, oh man, this is the perfect type of play. If people have got some mosaics, if maybe they've got some some other rookie stuff, I really want to try and, and get uh, the stuff that people are after. Oh, bingo, right here. Right here, Steve. 15% off. It's a bookend. It's 10 out of 10. What's nice, this card is going to be listed on ebay as well uh this 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 is steve what do you think about this right here it's it's gold it's one of the few rookie cards in the pro uniform it's from the no huddle hobby only uh mosaic variation here got the no huddle disco and it's gold numbered out of 10 this is not even i, I don't think this is reprocessed as elite this is just a standard comc.com scan uh, i think this is a total snipe right here that makes for a really good short-term play, maybe even a little bit of a longer play, um, depending what happens, you know, the rest of the year and next year. But I think ideally, 
if you wanted to sell it in the next couple of days. I mean, they play tomorrow, Andy. If he has a good game, that thing could be gone, like we saw with the, the one we did last week. Yeah, so I got to um... – well, I gotta, if you guys if you guys can beat funds beat on there yeah i, I gotta add some right. funds to my Jordan cloud with the super chat hey i appreciate you uh jordan mcleod you, you're gonna help me buy this gold um and chaz, chaz saying what we've all been saying steelers would be a better team with trubisky at qb a to the men <laughs> Here we go. Trubisky truthers coming out of the woods. <laughs> There's a few of us out there, Andy. There's a few of us. Speaking of that, I got my little PC bragging. Not a card, but I got my signed game ball, Trubisky. I got in the mail this week. Nice. Now we're just missing the uniform. I got the helmet and the ball. Oh, multiples of 10. Okay. Hey, Sebastian with the super chat. And he's got some catching up to do in a minute here. Sweet. I'll read it while you handle that, though. Uh, he says, thoughts on Martavis Bryant. Rookie card graded autos are cheap. If the Cowboys activate him, major upside. Regardless, I like the card for my PC if he flops. Okay. Well, that's, yeah. I, I mean, I think that's the right mindset because he's not young, you know? Um, and he's not, he's nowhere close to being a hall of famer. So he's got a little bit of fame from his time with the Steelers, but it's like, you know, at, at his age, I think he, he's going to have to string together some games to get that hype building up for him. But if you can, if you can buy it for just a couple bucks and it's got some PC value to you, you're getting a great deal comparatively speaking. Uh, then it makes a lot of sense. I'm with it. I mean, he he was a baller when he was playing before, and uh, you know, if he's got any of that left, and they give him a role, it could be interesting. And if he doesn't, and he's a guy that you collect anyway, yeah, why not? Especially if it's not going to cost an arm and a leg. All right, so I'm going to make a sixty dollar offer on this. I'll give you guys, uh, give you guys a shot. I had some store credit. Uh, I make a $60 offer on that card. You should uh, check if we got accepted there. Uh, appreciate that super chat, Sebastian. Yeah. And and also, I appreciate the super chat from McLeod. Our man McLeod said Kenny Pickett has Vienna sausage fingers. Happy Thanksgiving to Kenny Pickett and his Vienna sausage fingers. Uh, Char Charbonnet Origins to 75. I like it because Origins is a top set right now in the rankings. Uh, Origins just released, so beautiful. That is a great set, Steve, wouldn't you say? Yeah, it, it does seem to lose a little of its luster over time, but right when it comes out, people really like it because the, the photography and the imagery is really nice on them. Yeah, so if I if I was uh, I'm gonna see if they they've got one on here. It doesn't look like they have one on COMC yet. So you're talking more about an eBay sale. So if you know when you're buying on eBay, you do have to kind of plan out a little bit more in advance, right? To give yourself time to uh, get the card in and relist it. Um, man, that's nice right there. Uh, I want I want to throw a little something in while you, while you're covering the card side of it um for for those of us 
that drafted him in best ball and Jalen Warren mm -hmm. and Jalen Warren, or if you've been holding either of them on your bench in hopes of an opportunity, salute to you because uh, I have both guys and I've been just waiting for an opportunity to play them. And uh, it is now here. Uh, Jim B's Jim B's. Let me know if that is autographed or just serial numbered. Cause that's a big difference there. I think Origins is a really like nice looking set, very artistic. Now, a lot of people in the hobby do know they get scared of it because they they like, man, it's gonna come with deemed corners. It's like, look, you can see white corners. Like that's the that's the most difficult thing about flipping origins is so many of them raw come with deemed corners because they're thick cards and they're card stock. And so, I mean, when they get dinged just a little tiny bit, even just out of the pack a lot of times, man, it's just you're going to get some white corners. Uh, and that's like that's like the number one giveaway when you're looking at raw cards on eBay that 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 turn people off. Like that's like the number one thing that turned people off. They see those white frayed corners like that, Steve. Don't you think? It's hard. It's hard. The, the thing is, is that a lot of people know that there's just some sets, especially the uh, the thick, thick cards, you know, that have uh, you know patches or you know jerseys or gloves or whatever on them. Those tend to have a lot of edge whitening because there's just there just is there's just no way around it. Especially and the paper stock cards uh, will always have that same issue as well. So Zach Charbonnet does have some uh, prop bets on Underdog Fantasy. Um, now, talking about underdog fantasy, the the preseason best ball may be over, but they do have basketball. They've got the, the free throw. They've got the Thanksgiving NFL Friday drafts. They've got the weekly drafts. They also have uh, what's called – let me let me find it over here. Um, yeah, they've got these every week. Okay, the playoffs – we're gonna we're gonna have to get we're gonna have to get one of these best ball playoffs uh, in. It's a five dollar tournament, Steve. But if you look at the first place prize, it's ten thousand dollars. And so basically, if you look at the the thing, you're just you're picking a roster, and and you're trying to be, win against other people in the wild card divisional conference and then the championship game. So uh, look at this half point PPR: one quarterback, one running back, two. Uh, wide receiver, tight ends, one flex, five bench. So you just pick a big team. They automatically optimize it for you each round. You get the most points, you win. You take home the prize. And uh, we've been doing a lot of pickums every week. We're we're up. We didn't win this week, Steve, but uh, we did really. We got really close, man. Again, I was like so bummed out. Look, so look at this pickum. Look at this dude. Oh. Look how close we were on this one right here. Uh, and, and this one for us, <laughs> dude. Look, Baker Mayfield just needed one more touchdown. You oh, hit everything, but an extra Baker Mayfield touchdown. So close, dude. So close. And we would speaking have. Of um, game, hmm. Speaking of that game, uh, if you're watching, if you were the gentleman that asked about if you should start Purdy or Mahomes last week, I hope you took the advice and started Purdy. By the way. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that 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 hit. We went higher on Purdy's passing yards. We hit that. We went higher on Brandon Ayuk's receiving yards. He smashed that. 
so, you know, we, um, man, came so close. But if you're new to it, uh, you can get in and uh, they're matching it right now up to $500. $500. They also give you a special pick them when you sign up. I don't think they have. Yeah. Okay. If you're a new user, promo code Quest, okay? Promo code Quest, guys, gets you 100% instant deposit bonus up to $500. The minimum is $10. You'll get the instant $10 free. And you can put in a $10 pick'em slip or whatever, $2, whatever. Um, and th there's a free line. It's a mystery one, which is Christian McCaffrey tomorrow night, a half a yard. You play the over on that, you're already halfway there to getting your um, your 2x so you come in like do you know do two different ones all of a sudden you get you can 3x your money on two guys uh one from each team so you go zach charbonnet you go christian mccaffrey and and there's a slip for you if you're brand new an easy slip uh which which one of these lines from zach charbonnet do you like i i like all of them but i think the rushing yards when you compare that and correlate that with the strength of the 49ers uh, run defense versus their passing defense, I like just going over on the rushing yards. Yeah, I think the only danger is if somehow they get way behind early. That would be the only way that doesn't hit. Yeah, I'm not exactly sure what their run rate is in um, negative game script scenarios, but I will say, Brock Purdy has not thrown an interception now in three weeks, Steve. And the Seahawks secondary, pretty good, man. Pretty good. Weather's pretty good. Man. The guy's just beastly. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I think this is setting up for, because before the past three weeks, Brock Purdy was throwing a pretty high rate of interceptions. He was on, he was on a streak there. That's why his cards were dipping, man. So I'm just saying there's a decent chance that, that tomorrow night he throws him a pick and you could definitely throw that in here as a prop bet. I like that one as well, but, um, I, I mean, I just like the fact that this game stays competitive. We get a pick out of, out of, um, out of Purdy, and they also attack with Christian McCaffrey just like they do every week. Uh, so I like the Zach Charbonnet. I'm gonna go over on Zach Charbonnet rushing, and then Chris, I'll, I'll run it back with Christian McCaffrey and a Brock Purdy pick. How about that? The thing about the Purdy interception is that uh, he only really started throwing him when his left tackle was out. So other than that, he's been more than efficient. He's been elite as far as his completion rate. So, again, it only takes one tip ball, but, uh, hey, I'm not mad at it. Yeah, one tip ball, one misread one Just misread a fragile, play. fragile pick, though. They're very it is. It's very fragile. Very fragile. We're gonna go for it. It's gonna make tomorrow night a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, you get every drop back, you're gonna be cheering for a pick. <laughs> I'm be cheering for, cheering for the pick. All right, and then uh, we'll do Christian McCaffrey just like over what everything. <laughs> receiving, what you, maybe. You receiving. Think? You like those receiving lines? He, yeah. He got he got close against Tampa Bay, but I I mean I think this one's fine. So. We hit the receiving. So now we got three picks. We're up to six X. What other um, what other matchups from tomorrow do you like here, Steve? Of course, we got the classic matchup here. Got the Lions hosting the Packers. 
This one's fun. Jared Goff played bad last week. Uh, Jordan Love had a bounce back. Um, uh, Aaron Jones is injured, so should be primary AJ Dillon workload, but he looks cooked. Uh, you, now Jameer Gibbs and David Montgomery both scored last week. They both look like starters every week. Um, and then you got the Commanders at the Cowboys, which that's an interesting one, so actually. I'd, I'd be interested to see what the Montgomery line is, or uh, if there's like an Aiden Hutchinson sack line. Aiden Hutchinson's sack line. So you can type in just um, uh, Lions up here. You can type in Lions, and it'll have all the Lions lines. So there's Gibbs. There's Montgomery. He's got one at 1.5 receptions, uh, which is typically the Jameer Gibbs, but he gets a couple. Um, Amon Ra with 80 receiving yards. That one's interesting. 75.5 total yards on Montgomery. JMO, he stinks, man. He's, he's coming around. Oh, there's the sack. There's the sack. Oh, Let's yeah. Let's go, dude. Let's go. We, go. we go Hutch on the sack. I love that, man. That's awesome. I love now that. that. That's exciting because every time Green Bay drops back, I'm going to be screaming. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And so – so what are we is Deron Bland is the is Deron Bland have a uh, prop on here against uh, Sam Howe the commander? He, he probably does if he's. Oh, well, there, there's there's three no tackles. way it's three and a half solo tackles. I was gonna say there's no way that he um he can get another pick six. Is there? <laughs> nah, we got two super fragile ones already. I think we should leave it at that. I mean th this um this commander's defense four receptions. I just that, that's fragile though, man. Right? I mean, you what's think? what's his receiving lines? Five. He's gotten three, four, seven. So the thing is, okay, he only had three this past week, but they, the Cowboys pulled all their starters in the fourth quarter, you know, and and so that three was really a three quarter thing, and and we know that Sam Howell and Washington offense can push can push the game they're gonna keep things competitive on offense they're gonna throw a lot they got good weapons um i think that uh this could this could get interesting i kind of like just going to cd lamb he's one of the hottest uh receivers in the nfl right now uh you know he he didn't play much this last week he didn't have to you know it was a blowout you know so but you look at his yardages and everything from previous weeks uh, you could also look at the rivals here between Terry McLaurin and CeeDee Lamb. That's interesting. Were well, you thinking about going receptions? Uh, no, I was just thinking about going receiving yards. Because this commander's, uh, the commander's secondary is one of the worst in the, in the league. It actually is the worst now. <laughs> it is officially 32nd and 31st in yards allowed per pass. Uh, there's a pretty high, you know, target consolidation in CD Lamb's direction. He's he's been really really good this year. Um, they moved around the formation, and so I I like just going with the the uh, receiving yards um, for CD Lamb here. All right. One and, more. Oh, that's and, five. and that's and that's a slip, man. That's a twenty x slip, dude. 
I'm gonna put in uh you know what? We we've been doing good this year, dude. Let's um we're gonna put in twenty-five dollars on this slip. Pays five hundred. Five hundred dollars if we win, man. That would be one heck of a uh you'll a be buying a Joe half of a Joe Burrow rookie ticket auto right there. Boom. There you go, guys. Underdogfantasy.com promo code quest. Get in on the pick'em action, the best ball action. Uh, let me let me pop back over here and service the chat while we got a few minutes left. What about the under on Gino attempts? That's true. He's dealing with an injury. That would parlay nicely with um, with the Zach Charbonnet over too on on passing yards. So thirty five point five. Holy crap! That is high, man. That's high. That's high, dude. That's yeah. plus EV. Look at look at filthy with the the clutch. I mean, dude, that's that's money, man. That's a good pick. Really smart pick. Really yeah, smart. I mean, especially pick. if he misses a drive or the game after a hard hit. So you can you combo that with the Charbonnet. Maybe we go with a Charbonnet touchdown, dude. And add in a little chili pepper, Charbonnet touchdown, get spicy. Get spicy here. Are we are we sticking exclusively to Thursday games? We still got uh, the no, game. we no, got all so, Sunday games. So let's put together let's put together another five slip here. All right. So Friday, Dolphins, uh Dolphins at Jets. The only thing that would really interest me there is maybe uh Tyree Kill. It was a bum to see Devin Achan get banged up again so quickly after he went back in, man. That sucked. <laughs> I guess he said he could have went back in the game, but the coach wouldn't let him. What about this uh, Saints at the Falcons? So before the bye week, I think we're going to get Desmond Ritter starting this game. And before the bye week, did you notice that under so much pressure, Arthur Smith finally gave Bijan Robinson a 75% opportunity share in both the rushing and receiving game? So I wonder if that trend is going to continue here. The The fans... And everybody else has been screaming for it as, you know, just like the, the passing game is is really struggling here for the Falcons. And he is, you know, definitely their best player on offense. I've got another something or other to go with that, too. Yeah. Uh, then you got the the. So, so what do you like? So what do you what do you see? Oh man, uh, I guess Derek Carr did practice despite being at the concussion protocol. So, but they uh, they didn't say he's playing for sure or not yet. I was actually hoping that Winston was going to start because if you noticed, Olave was just thriving when Winston was in the game. The A dot for Winston was significantly higher per attempt than it was for Carr. Yeah, oh yeah, Winston's gonna sling it, man. He's also gonna turn the ball over more. Carr doesn't okay. like to turn the ball. That's why over. we're taking Olave, not Winston, on the on the sheet. <laughs> oh, you want you want me to take Olave? Yeah, <clears throat> I dig it. We got seventy one point five receiving yards. We got a spicy touchdown, a one point five x touchdown prop, and Michael Thomas is out, right? Yeah, I think he's actually out for a while. 
he's out for a while. I think he, he's going to be out maybe for the rest of the year. And then uh, A.T. Perry's a rookie that's interesting. He's an interesting, actually, card, uh, sneaky card buy right there. A uh, guy I wrote up earlier in the season. And uh, the Falcons, the Falcons passing defense is 30th right now and 17th in yards allowed per pass. So this sets up very nicely for Chris Olave to gash him up, man. Primary target option. Uh, I dig it, man. I kind of just want to go total on the receiving yards. This The touchdown is spicy too, but um, he's had a touchdown in each of the past two games too, dude. Why would we just go spicy touchdown, man? Wouldn't be mad at that. All right, we're already we do we're already up to a uh, three correct. Well, let's see. I'll do a ten dollar bet on this one. So we're already up to like, holy cow, man! We're already up to like a ten x on on this. So what else do you see in here? Steelers at Bengals. Man, this is another Jalen Warren game. I think uh, I like it. What's the Calvin Ridley line? If it's it's uh, 55 at least, I would take. Oh, dude, this is such a juicy game here. The Jags of the Texans statement game, 48.5 point total. And you're looking for Calvin? Yeah, hell yeah. You know, I, I noticed right. this pattern um, earlier in the year. Didn't really say much about it because I thought we'll need to see more of the season to see if this continues. But it seems to be true, Andy, now that the season has continued. In games that Zay Jones plays, Calvin Ridley falls out. He's lining up in different spots, and uh, it allows him to play in his more natural spot on the field. Okay. Are we just going over? Are we going to go all out on spicy picks? I think, uh, yeah, I mean... Go yardage. Yardage. Yeah, I, I like the yardage here. 54.5. That's a juicy matchup, man. And Texans, you know, they've been winning games, but they've also been giving up a lot of yards. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. We we don't know where, like, you know, their top corner, Derek Stingley, where where he's going to line up, you know. Could, could be Christian Kirk. Could be Zay Jones. Could move him around. Could be Calvin Ridley a couple plays, but like a fifty-four point five, that's easy, you know. Two two plays, he hits that. Uh, he's got a higher A dot. So, Bucks at the Bucks at the Colts. Um. Okay. All right. All right. That that one kind of sets up interesting for those those Colts uh, receivers. Colts coming off a of bye any, week. Um, do any do you have any Rams lines? Oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Panthers at Titans. Uh, that's like a dumpster fire matchup. Patriots Giants, another dumpster fire matchup. Rams Cardinals. Okay, now we're talking. Get get Kyler Murray's been looking good. Uh, Trey McBride has got one of the best roles in the league now with Zach Ertz out. He's had a twenty nine point four percent target share. It's been nuts. Uh, you got Rams, uh, Rams props. What are you looking here uh, for the uh, Rams at the Cardinals? Oh, evidently we don't have a lot of options yet. No. Uh, what is that, their kicker? Luke, Luke is <laughs> Haversick? 
Okay. All right. Didn't even know that guy. Uh, uh, we what do about have Brian to... Robinson, Andy? I know that you're not a big fan, but he's now the RB4 in fantasy football. Well, I get it. Yeah, Antonio Gibson's out, so that's definitely been a big boost to his workload, right? Yeah, I mean, consistency, a model of consistency every week. But, I mean, this game against the Cowboys, what are you going for here? The the attempts are interesting. The 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 yardage yeah, yeah is interesting where do you where do you want me to go the re, the receiving has been lit because of no antonio gibson so i wish there was a total yardage line uh the only thing that's there is his rushing lines so maybe people bought out the um the the receiving lines where so what do you think about these three props well let's see Pretty sure he's been sticking it to the tuds lately. Yeah, he's got three out of the last five games. He's got four out of the last six games touchdowns. That's pretty good. Although the attempts isn't bad either. You want to take a spicy pepper on the last one? Or you want to take the safer play? <laughs> I like I like going big. Um but we and, and we do have two spicy peppers on this already, so why not? Look at that. Ten pays four sixty-eight. Four sixty-eight. Woo! Yeah, three it. scorchers. We've done it once. We'll do it again. Yeah, we've done it before, man. We'll do it again. I mean, that's why we play. Uh, we play, and and hey, man, we've hit actually more times than uh, than not. So. Um, do you think this Chiefs Raiders game is going to be interesting at all? I think the Chiefs make short work. They need a bounce back. I bet you Taylor Swift's going to that game too. It's in Las Vegas, right? She's probably got a show there. She's going to be at the game. It's this will be a good, nice, you know, good bounce back game for the Chiefs here. Yeah, they've looked so flat, but. I don't know. Their receivers suck, man. I, I did flip a nice Rashi Rice. I think he's probably the best receiver on that team outside of Travis Kelsey as a rookie. They probably need to start funneling more targets his way. I, I can't imagine that Mahomes in a clutch situation is going to keep throwing deep bombs to MVS or just any pass in general. To we, should, we should start looking into the Chiefs cap space for next year. I heard T. Higgins is available. <sighs> Dude, they need it. They need an like an alpha receiver, not just Travis Kelsey. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, we talked about Bills, Eagles, Ra Ravens, Chargers Sunday night. That is interesting, dude. Brandon Staley on the hot seat, man. He got. Did you see his press conference? He he was defending himself about play calling for the defense. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, you just got you just got torched by uh, like a subpar rookie. And Jordan Love, I mean, this Chargers defense has been bad this year, man. And the, their passing defense has been so bad. And um, the run defense has been bad, too. And and it's like... To be fair, to be fair, Bosa got hurt in the first quarter. And then Keenan Allen, who doesn't drop passes, Andy, like was in that corner of the end zone where the sun was coming down, dropped two potential touchdowns. And some other guys were dropping passes too. Oh, I mean, yeah. Quentin Johnson? Quentin Johnson sucks, dude. <laughs> He's really bad, dude. He sucks. I well, they get Joshua Palmer back. 
they're going to be in better shape. Uh, speaking I of the Chargers, people, where where are the people that I remember some guys in the comments earlier in the year? Oh man, you got to give Quentin Johnson more time. He's a first round draft pick. Blah blah blah. I know, dude. This guy is bad. He's bad. I I don't think there's any recovering from. I mean, he's a bust, dude. He's in. He's the next Jalen Rager. Oh damn. <laughs> yeah, Nikhil Harry. Uh, JJR Sega Whiteside level bust to be out of the league in a couple years on a practice squad. So the, I mean, he's, he's got the opportunity to to win some people back over, but he ain't doing it. He's got a couple more games before the season's over here. But. Poor, poor Justin Herbert too, because I like Justin Herbert. It's just, mm. you know, speaking of. Uh, you know, win now situations for rookie quarterback contracts. Justin Herbert, Andy, uh, starting next season, the Chargers are something like over forty million negative in the cap. Bosa's probably gone. Mike Williams probably gone. Who knows who else is on the chopping block? Yep. Who knows who else? Um, but with that, we know that the turkey's on the chopping block tomorrow. So. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Uh, we're out of time. I hope you guys enjoy the day tomorrow. Enjoy the uh, the festivities and the football. Good luck. That's right. And uh, we will we will see you next week. I'll I'll actually be live on on Friday afternoon. I I haven't set it up yet. What time? But I got a big PSA reveal uh, that I'll be doing. Um, big PSA reveal and probably opening some mail. Just going to come on here for live for about a, an hour and open mail and go through all this stuff. So it'll be fun. If you want to come hang out for that. And uh, yeah, man, good luck, Steve. Yeah. Good luck, everyone. Stay fantasy relevant. Keep your team afloat and enjoy your Thanksgiving. Take it easy. Peace.